It's it's a new, a new season. season. Happy New Year, Happy everyone. New Year. You know, I've been, you know, in my like emails to people, instead of just saying Happy New Year, I am mm-hmm. just saying New Year. What do you mean? I don't say the happy. I just say. So give me, give me how this would play. <laughs> Hi, hope this finds you well. Dot, dot, dot. New year, exclamation point. Okay. All right. At capitalize N, capitalize Y. Yeah. That works for me. What do you feel? Because I'm not feeling the happy yet. <laughs> Even though I got my weekend. Oh, water. So you're just more, it comes across as like, new year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. No, it comes across as... New year. Okay, but what do you mean when you're saying that? (laughs) Not saying happy yet remains to be seen. I understand you're not saying happy. You're just acknowledging that it's a new year. Without the happy. Yes. That's what I meant. Like, okay, like maybe like neutral new year. So are you going to wait, like if, it, if things are better, <laughs> like around June, you can start saying Happy New Year? I'm going to say Happy 2022, finally. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. Once, if things start to turn around, I'm going to... This is our this. January episode. We have now started a new season. This would be season three Correct. of the Stay F Homekins podcast this is show. The, the third year we're doing this. We're in our third year. This is we my, are starting our third year. My mother, when you asked her how old she was, mm-hmm. she would never say, I'm 67. She would say, I'm in my 68th year. Oh, that's... You need to do math. Yeah. And it seemed... Like she's saying, I'm it 68. It's like an evasion. You know what I but mean? But she was like, adding on top. Saying, yeah, adding exactly. on top instead yeah. of adding. I might, I would say I just finished my 66th year. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Shave, off, shave off the top a little. Sure. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? This is Stay of Homekins. It's a podcast. <laughs> Uh, it is an after-dinner podcast. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. She is an actress. He is a comedian. We are a comedian, not a comedian. <laughs> comedian. We have a big announcement, comedian. everybody. <laughs> comedian. Some personal news. Comedian. Have comedian. you all seen And Just Like That? <laughs> just Like That. We're having our own And Just Like That in my house. He's I, Che. And together we are a married couple living in Los Angeles, and this is our after-dinner podcast. We started this puppy when we locked down for COVID. Mm-hmm. We thought we might be done with this puppy, but... This puppy. <laughs> not, this sucker. This. Hey, you turkeys. <laughs> So we were doing it once a week, then a lockdown went away, and then we were like, well, we still like it. We still like to sit. Oh, it normally comes out on Friday nights, but we had some technical difficulties. Yeah, technically, I was too tired to do anything. That was, well, by the way, that happened before, I think. Yeah, it'll probably happen again. (laughs) Sometimes it'd be that way. I was all, I was, I knew we were going to do it last night. Yeah. 
Man, I just got to like around six o'clock or something, and I looked over at Jenny and said, "You hit a wall." I got no gas in the tank. You hit a wall. Can we do this tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, because we had the microphones out and everything. We did. But yesterday was like a long day for me, and yeah, by the time it was over, I was done. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, this podcast is free, and as we all know, you get it what, what you, you pay, pay for. for, which means this because you didn't pay for it. Exactly. So you yeah, get this. You have to spell it out. You get this. Okay. So <laughs> the last we checked in, we were like, "Are we doing a previously on stay at home?" Because <laughs> I do not remember what we talked about last time. I do because well, we did talk. Speaking of and just like that, we did talk some about it. Actually. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. But so, but it was before Christmas, mm-hmm. and we were like. Uh, I was going to go, or we were going to go see my mom in South Carolina. Right. And it was like, oh, Omicron, Omicron. Oh, Omicron. And then we were like, well, what do we do? Like, what's the deal? Like, do we go and risk yeah. getting it, spreading it, whatever is going on with it, you know? Or unlike, and then my mom has another Christmas alone. Yeah. You know, because she doesn't really have any family that looks in on her there. Yeah. Um, cause I'm here. My brother lives in Philly. She does have friends, but it's Are the not friends. The yeah, same. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to see my mom. Yeah. So we're like, okay, let's go. We're just gonna wear like good masks or whatever. So so we get on. The plane to put on a KN95. <laughs> we get on the plane, and um, there are like so many babies. So many babies on this flight, like to the point where I'm like, I'm scared now because, uh, because it's like you know, babies can't wear masks; they can't really be vaccinated. Yeah. You know, I guess if the mom was vaccinated or won't, <laughs> babies are anti-vaxxers. I'm not letting. You know what? They are. They, they cry. cry. <laughs> they come at them with an ear and they're like, I don't want the vax. Me. It hasn't been tested. Long-term effects. Anyway, so they were like, the airline goes like, we would like to board. You know, anybody with like small children and 90% of the plane (laughs) walked up to the gate. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, little vector. Uh, That's a lot of babies. (laughs) A little vector plane. So we got there and then we're there and we're like, okay, I think we made it. We made it, you know. And uh, we had some like rapid tests there, there, and all this stuff. And then um, the news of Omicron started. Yes. Are we having technical difficulties? I see you're like messing with our. Was everything going okay? Everything's fine. You you feel the need to call it out (laughs) rather than to keep the show going. I know because it's hard for me to connect with my co. It's like I need a connection. But you need a connection to tell me a story that I was there for. Well, because I just want to make sure, like, I get all the, uh, like, you know, that you get to chime in, too. Hey, baby, I'll always chime in. <laughs> Don't you worry about me. Well, yeah. Okay. So, 
So then we get there and they're like, oh my God. Oh my God, y'all. They're like, guess what? Omicron, you can get it. Omicron can get it. <laughs> you can get it. Omicron, you can get you it. You can get it. And you're, and like, you get, and it's like so like contagious. Basically, if you look at it. You can get it. And we were like, oh, that's really sucks. Let's just be real careful. Mm -hmm. So we're being real careful. Then we're there. And they're like, oh, by the way, half of America is sick and they can't fly the planes. (laughs) And I was like, what is going on? Like, this isn't good. I And I agree. Do you remember? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, are we going to be able to get home? That was a worry for a few days. Were we going to get? And we also had a connecting <sighs> flight. And then there was the worry of what if we what if we get out of here? Mm-hmm. But then we're stuck in New York, which at the time was was that the home hotbed. It was the home of him. It was the homicron. It was the homicron. So anyway, so the, we didn't really have any plans in South Carolina because we were trying to keep it tight. We were trying to keep it on a lockdown. Yes. But however, my dear friend had come in with her family from London, England. England. And I don't get to see them much because of them being in England and us being in LA and everything. Mm -hmm. And we had this dinner out planned and, um, and I was like, I don't know, we can cancel it. We can cancel it. And she's like, don't cancel it. Don't cancel it. We had two dinners and we did cancel one with your mom. Yeah, because my mom was like, I don't want to risk it. And then I ended up like cooking a lot yeah. while we, we were there. We had a nice time. We had a, nice we had time a really nice time. Yeah. And her friend came over because she has a little pod mm-hmm. of like her friend, whatever. So I was like, okay, I mean, I can't believe we're doing this. So we went to dinner and this restaurant was like one of these places where like the entire front wall doesn't exist of the restaurant like it's like totally i wouldn't say totally open air because it's an indoor restaurant but the full front the front facade was several facade that glass doors that could be were totally uh, like an indoor outdoor kind of situation which felt better than just being inside but it wasn't still wasn't fully outside look the whole time we were there we, we were, were thinking, is we're this a huge get mistake? <laughs> well, the whole time we were there, we were laughing because we were like, I bet we're going to get, like, there's COVID everywhere yeah. in here. Because, like, nobody in South Carolina wears masks hardly. Yeah. And there were these people behind us that I ended up kind of hating. They were horrible. They were horrible. Yeah. They were horrible. These two old couples, they were clearly like moneyed people and they were... And they were like touching other people. I saw them touching like strangers. They were probably hammered too. Because remember we captured them in one of our photos. Yes. And another couple had come up to them and they were like touching each other. And I was like, why are you touching? But we could see them being rude to, to our, our server. server. Like it was, we couldn't hear what was being said, but you saw this one guy was like going on and on and you could see on the server's face, her face was just, she was just nodding and over and over again, like 
everyone, we knew exactly what the situation was. Right. Was this guy's like, I didn't like the way you did this. And how come we didn't get this and that? Also, okay, just full, I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant, but it was a new restaurant that we wanted to try. Yeah. For like a couple reasons. But I will say, I also, I did not like the concept of the restaurant because first of all, we got so drunk because it was like, oh, it's one of these share plate things, which I'm like, why would you open a share plate thing in the middle of COVID? Number one, number, (laughs) number two, like it doesn't say that this is the concept of the restaurant, No, but they are, there's like zero carbs anywhere on the menu yeah like they don't bring you bread there's no like rice there's no pasta like it's like it's like fish and i guess like some vegetables that come on like ginormous plates and like there's like three bites in the middle and it and then it's like five hundred dollars for something it was so crazy and oh my god like claire told me that she was like are you crazy that we're going there? Have you looked at the prices? And I was like, I don't care. Sorry, tree. We want to try it. You know, I haven't seen you. You live out of the country. And, and she's like, we should just go for drinks. And guess what? We kind of did just go for <laughs> drinks because like, like by the time we had our drinks, there was like no food to like sop up the drinks yeah, that yeah, we yeah. had. We had our little snacks that cost <laughs> a gazillion dollars. Entrees at a fancy. It was like a joke. <laughs> it was like crazy. So, but I was never, I would never take that on our server, Je- Jessica, because she's young. Yeah. And also like she was having trouble opening a, the bottle of wine and we were oh, like, right. and we were like, well, cause guess what? Cause I was texting with Claire. Okay. So she was having trouble and we were like, oh no, you need to do that. Like your, your opener sucks. Cause she had like a cheapo opener. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, I think I'm just not good at it or whatever. And then the stupid people behind us said something like, are you, are you ruining that bottle of wine or something? That? Yeah. He was like, man, I was like, uh, uh, I hated that guy so bad. Yeah. And then, um, I found, and Clara the next day went and bought her an opener and left it at the. Jesus Christ. Well, she's almost done there. She was telling, we got, we got to know all about Jessica. I know. We asked her, we're like, what are you, but we're so drunk, by the way. She we're probably, so she probably hated us though, but she might not have hated no, us. No, she liked us. After, we, by the yeah, end of the night, was, we she, were very kind to her. Oh my God. We, we <laughs> were so drunk. We overtipped her so crazy. <laughs> but it was good. It was fine. Well, because then it's it other, Christmas. this is why we thought we might get and spread COVID is because we ran into people. Yes. So people started showing up at this place. That we knew. Oh, I hadn't seen. There was a friend I hadn't seen since. I mean, that I knew from high school and her boyfriend. Then they kind of sat with us. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, everyone was vaccinated. But wait, what were you before that say? though? There was these strangers that we just met, and we were talking to them at the bar. I don't but know they how were we not strangers in a weird way because the one knew Claire. Okay. And the one was a sister of someone that I knew from high school. Yeah, so not a stranger. <laughs> Weirdly, I went to her wedding in the 90s wow. because I was the date of the guy and her daughter whose brother was, was getting. And no, her sister that she was with. The sister. It was the, the sister. The sister. Daughter. Her daughter was had come in from San Diego yeah. and they were like 
making fun of Paul from afar because they were like, who is that guy? He looks like Ted Lasso. And they were calling him like Ted Lasso. And you had your mustache, of course. And I was like, that's not Ted Lasso. This is Paul. And then we were like taking pictures. And I was like, there's no way we're not like spreading. But all these people were vaccinated. That was when it started to feel, I know they were all vaccinated, but that's, but we don't know where they're coming from. Claire stopped the one. Claire stopped her and she said, are you vaccinated? Before she started talking to her, she's go And she goes, honey, I'm a school teacher. Of course I'm, are you crazy? I got it. The minute and da, da da and we were like, oh, we were kind of feeling our like a little safety, and it was totally open air. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but we were sharing air. I mean, we yeah. were talking. Oh yeah, we were like talking Absolutely. and being convivial. No, it was a risk. We were sure. not being like you sit six feet over Exi- here. No, not at all. No, like we were a little tipsy, and we were kind of like like loving on each other yes, a little exactly. bit. Like it was like this. I, it was also a relief to be out and be around people. And I think we let our guard down. We skated through luckily, yeah. but it could have gone another way. Um, but oh, they, they, the people I hated behind us, yeah. they started meddling and us talking to the teacher and her sister. And the, cause yes, she, the cause one knew, knew them somehow. Barbara, the one knew Barbara from yeah. when they used to live in another neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the gross guy came up and he's like, Hey, who's, who are you little lady or whatever? Like George H.W. Bush. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, Hey. And, um, and then, and he's like, so, and then his wife walked up and he's like, this is my wife, Phyllis. And I was like, and I was like, okay, we'll go be. <laughs> I was like, well, that's my husband. And I was like in the green jacket. I was like grabbing him. Anyway, this is my wife, Phyllis. He has my wife, and I was like, I hate you. Like, I hate the way you just introduced your wife in front of. He sucked. This guy sucked. I hated him so much. And then I was like, if I get COVID just from saying hi to this guy, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Um, And there was also a moment where when we (laughs) found out that the daughter lived in San Diego, um, and we're like, oh, we're we're in Los Angeles. And then I don't know how this happened. Yeah, but. Was it that she was lovely? By the way, I now follow her on Instagram. And what's her name again? Um, we probably shouldn't say it anyway. Yeah, but I now, can't remember. I have to look up. Was, was like at Ashley or something? Was or? my number put into her phone or was her phone her <laughs> number put into <laughs> my phone? You're right. How did I give? Why did I give? I don't know whose idea it was. Like we're we're in the same state. We <laughs> just in case. <laughs> But it's like, is it weird that I? Why did I, I do am that? Now a contact of this young lady, <laughs> Person. and it was your idea. Look, stuff was happening. <laughs> stuff was happening, we got and it was for sure. crazy. Yeah. So then I was like, God, I hope we didn't, you know, blah blah blah, and uh, so then we barely make it back to LA like the next day, mm-hmm. and. Because we had that connection in New York, and there was a delay. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to fucking miss our... We are going to miss our connection, yeah. and we're going to have to spend the night... It was getting tighter and tighter. ...at JFK Airport. And I have to say, we were on JetBlue. Shout out to JetBlue. I gave a little tweet, but for real, shout out to JetBlue. We were in way in the back of the plane, like two rows before the back of the plane. And I was like, we'll never get off this plane in time. And I had the brilliant idea... To grab a couple Heinekens and hit the slide. <laughs> that was JetBlue, wasn't it? It, was Jet it wasn't Southwest. It was yeah. JetBlue. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> if you've not heard this story, it is it is the greatest. This this flight attendant was quitting JetBlue in the middle in the, like a they were on the tarmac. This is pre COVID too, by the way. Oh yeah, this is a while ago now. And he decided to quit, and he grabbed a couple <laughs> grabbed a couple Heinekens. And he activated the inflatable slide. Oh my God. And he was like, fuck all of you. And slid down. <laughs> where he was promptly arrested. But the, the wait, greatest resignation in history. <laughs> it was a pretty good one. <laughs> anyway, we were in the back of the plane. I was like, we'll never get off. So I was like talking to the flight attendant. And I was like, do you think we're going to, you know, make our connect? And she's like, where, where, where are you going, honey? And I was like... LA and she was like, oh, like her face. She was like, yeah, there's um, a handful of y'all on this flight. There's like four of y'all total on this flight. But just see the gate agent, you know, as soon as you get there, they'll see, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then as soon as we touched the ground, she made an announcement. This is what, when you're having a tight schedule, this is what you hope for is to hear this announcement. She came over the loudspeaker and she said, <laughs> it was huge. It was she huge. Got she got on that loudspeaker. She took a deep breath. And she got, <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> she said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, that, as soon as the fasten seatbelt sign comes off, I need all of y'all to sit the fuck down. If this is your final destination. She said, she are. said, what you're going to do, you're going to, that seatbelt sign is going to come on and we're going to let four people off of this plane first. And then you're going to leave. She said, listen up, assholes. I'm going to say this once. <laughs> and if I have to repeat myself, you're going to feel it. And I have to say, if she hadn't said that, oh, we, we would have been fucked. Yeah. We would have been in New York and we would have caught COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Like we definitely would have been stuck in New York, caught COVID, everything. So, so I also want to say there were two extra people that stood up. She may have miscounted because they, they seemed connected. I don't know. Well, like I didn't. I don't remember seeing them on our flight. All I know is that we had to run from one door to the other. Yes. And if she had not made, like, literally, it was that close. Yeah. Like, we just ran over, and it was like, we were like Everybody the last couple there. people yeah. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and then we made it, and, and then we got home, and then the next night, it was New Year's Eve. Oh, that's right. And so, and we were like, we need to like hunker down, because number one, Omicron, but also we traveled, we didn't know, like, we mm -hmm. didn't want to mix with other people until we knew we oh, were in the hell no. clear, you know? Especially not on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Well, also, like... We canceled our plans for Times Square. <laughs> we hate New Year's. We kind of hate New Year's, right? It's just... Who cares? It's a little bit... It's just like a fun... I think of it, New Year's, as like a fun, cozy night. Yeah, so it's a cozy night for me. Here's my ideal it's New a Year's cozy night. what we do already, which is we hang out, we watch some TV. Yeah. And then we go to bed not long after midnight. Or having like a small gathering mm -hmm. of like friends, yeah, where you can like actually talk and which stuff we've like done that. that before too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've, we've done, done that in a long time, right? But 
Like something like that is not bad. Maybe we should do a neighborhood one next year. Yeah, we should do that. Right? That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be the way to do it. So people don't have to drive. But the travel thing is always weird because not everyone's yes. back in town. And It's true. Some people stay over New Year's. Yeah, so we got back and then um, on Sunday. So then this is the story. This is the coda to the story is that on Sunday, my friend who we had been with on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> cuz they had cuz they were going to fly cuz they were going to fly back to London like January 3rd, 4th, something like that. Whenever it was. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was like days after New Year's. They were supposed to fly back. And in order to fly back to the UK, you have to produce negative COVID results. And you have to pledge your loyalty to the Queen. <laughs> They make you swear on a corgi. <laughs> My friend. Oh, I have to tell this other story. And then um, she was like, we just tested positive. Me and my oldest just tested positive. Now, not everyone in the group had tested positive, but they had to stay in South Carolina and quarantine. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, are we... Because, like, when did... When did she yeah, get yeah, the exposure? Yeah. When did they, you know, and they were like very mild. I mean, because everyone was vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we took tests, which we had kind of planned anyway to take the, because I took that PCR mm-hmm. the next day. A, and we had some rapids. And I don't know how we didn't. I don't know. Get it. Yeah. Because we flew, we were in airports. We were like, we were, wore masks all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, Oh, we like at one point I went to the post office because I had to run oh, an right. errand yeah. at yeah, the yeah. post office, mm-hmm. which I don't understand how this was allowed. Yeah. But the two postal workers, because it was a smaller post office, mm-hmm. were totally unmasked. Yeah. Now, the post office is like a federal <laughs> yeah, uh, sure thing, and there's a federal mask mandate. Mm-hmm. And they were like f- just sitting there fine, like dealing with like, I want to say 20% of people and there were masked. Almost everyone was unmasked. And I was like, they're totally going to get this new strain, this new contagious mm-hmm. strain. Like yeah. it doesn't, I don't under, I didn't understand the South Carolina. I didn't understand any of it. You, you can also bet if those people were unmasked, they were also unvaccinated. I don't know about that. If you work, at a place where you see people all day but long. But there is a federal mandate to be yeah. vaccinated, though. They can't work there unless they are. I don't know. They seem to be Although that was challenged, but now it's been proven that you have to do that, that, that you can mandate. You man. can mandate. I, the thing is about... So we don't know how we have not gotten COVID yet. I mean, knock on wood, but and yeah. it may happen. I'm not trying to be arrogant or... I mean, I just feel like... I feel like I'm grateful... Not that I don't have it, but also the timing because the hospitals are overburdened and, you know, we don't know how we would respond right. to COVID or whatever, you know. But and I, I in, lately I've started thinking, what if we had it at some point and didn't realize it? Okay, so that's the thing I don't understand. First of all, what are the odds that both of us would be the type like asymptomatic carriers right. like that what are the odds like that sounds like that sounds like that's a little rare know, did to we me get the gamma strain i don't know <laughs> I but don't i'm know. saying like, it like does, that does seem like it's it's straining credulity because i think also because you would feel it more than i would 
if we got, if we had something. So if I felt nothing, you might feel a little bit of something. Well, I had to say also, like, is it truly just fully asymptomatic? This is the, still the thing that I don't understand about COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's the third year of the pandemic. <laughs> and I know I've asked this on this. We'll figure it out. By the I've year. asked this on the podcast before. Like, does asymptomatic mean just pre-symptomatic? Or does asymptomatic mean you full on infected, like you can fully infect other people and like literally have no change whatsoever for the entire duration of your infectiousness? I believe that that's what that means. That's what what, what asymptomatic means. Well, then why are we not, why are we not taking those people Mm -hmm. that have it and never harvesting their blood? Well, but like, and studying what it is about them that makes them immune to a COVID infection. Does that make sense? I would imagine because with other things like typhoid or whatever, I mean, I I would imagine that this kind of thing has been studied and there might not be a common link. You know what? It it might be. I mean, I'm I'm assuming they must have tried to study this kind of thing, but I, it could be that I'm just, I'm just imagining this. It could be that it's not. It's just the luck of the draw, you know? I I I don't understand that. I don't either. It's God's That doesn't plan. make sense. No, I God. I feel like I understand something I understand more is just having like immunity to something. Mm-hmm. Meaning like I could be exposed to COVID but for whatever reason I don't have a hospitable environment for this particular virus Mm -hmm. based on whatever, like what I've been exposed to in my lifetime, whatever immunities I've developed in my lifetime, like being like maybe previous coronaviruses that are more like the common, you know, whatever that is. Like I understand that more than like I actually have COVID, but I'm, I don't know it. Like, that's weird to me. It's weird. Yeah, absolutely. But then, okay, so then I got back. So we've been on our hunker down because of Omicron. Because basically there is a suggested stay-at-home order right now in Los Angeles. (laughs) Right. Which is like... I'm just thinking of the CD, all the CDC memes that were going around. Oh, God. I know. the CDC was like, well, you know what? Five days is fine. Well, (laughs) the whole thing about everything is a mess. And at first I was like, the uh, whole thing about everything. Well, like the whole response, the governmental response on the federal level has been, has been, um, let's just say not cohesive or cohere, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, at first I was like, oh my gosh, that lady, that CDC lady should resign. And then I was like, oh wait, no, like she's a Brown lady. So they're like throwing her to the wolves. Like she's just the face of the, like, in other words, it's like they fucked up and they want, like, they need like a sacrificial lamb, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's probably true. And they're like, oh, let's let's throw the brown uh, skinned lady. Yeah. Because we don't care about people like that in our society or Mm -hmm. something. And I'm like, then I was like, well, she has like an impossible task kind of like, and then I'll, and then I had a little bit of like sympathy on that on that front but i also am like fauci's like he's not just getting death threats like they literally arrested a man with a ar-15 who was on his way to murder him yeah i I mean 
So I don't understand why. I don't get it. Like, obviously, these people are unhinged that are doing things like this. Because there's this whole... We live in a bubble, I think, because there's this whole other side. What? In Los Angeles? <laughs> well, there's a, this faction of politicians that have these huge platforms mm. that are basically saying that... They're to, demonizing him. Well, they're saying to kill him. Yeah. They're basically saying to kill him. What, are the, what is the language that they're using? Um, if you get a good shot, take it. <laughs> Who said that? Fox News said that specifically. And then... Oh, I kind of remember this And now. then this other idiot... Who is it? Rand Paul? Uh, something? Yeah. He's raising money off of Fauci's face with like a target. I don't know. Like, it's like, donate five, ten, twenty dollars $20, da, da, da. So they're using him as like... He's like... They're basically trying to make it like he developed COVID in a lab and unleashed it on the world. And like, it. it's like... To get rich. Yeah, I don't get it. Here's twenty dollars. Here's the twenty dollar button <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so then we got back, and so now we're on sort of this like kind of like like just like a essential essential things we have to do yeah. that we have are doing, but not outside of that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then my my friend Nicole in New York, she sends me this text, and she's like, "Oh shit!" And it was like a picture of a COVID test, and it had like a faint line. <sighs> And it was like, it looked like it was positive. And I was like, oh my God. And then I was like zoomed in to see if it looked like she was positive. And there was a naked man with his big penis sticking out. It was that meme of this, <laughs> that naked. Wait, you knew who it was. Oh, I've seen it. So I've, people have got me with it so many times. It was, it was going, I guess it was last year. I can't remember when it happened now. I, I've lost all sense The guy's time. sitting down with his he's a, dick. He's like a huge black guy with a giant dick and he's just kind of <laughs> sitting down and people were photoshopping him into everything. She photoshopped him in the comments. Oh, it was good. It was and a good she one. she was like, oh shit. And I was like, oh my God. Oh no. Like, are you feeling okay? Like, do you have symptoms? And then like I zoomed in and I was like, fuck, Nicole. I cannot believe you just sent. What was so great about it too was, it was so, it was just the right amount of time that has passed since that meme was happening all over the place. (laughs) It was, it was perfect. It made me so mad. I was so mad at her. Speaking of perfect and getting mad, we have some ads. Is it time for the ads? Time for the ads. We'll see you on the flip flop, y'all. <laughs> feelings, whoa, 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 feelings. I haven't heard that song in such a long time. I'm not sure if that's how it goes. Feels. Hey, feels. You're guess what? You're sponsoring this episode of Stay of Homekins. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody else. Feels is a better way to feel better. What is feels? I'm about to say it. Why don't you mind your business? Our premium, what if I, you thought I was just going to stop there? Feels. Our premium CBD, uh, now it's me and feels together. Our premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Three things that stink. Navigating the world of CBD can be complicated, and it feels we look to make the process as simple as possible so you can start feeling better sooner. Are you new to CBD? Well, Feels offers, well, you virgin. Listen up, noobies. Listen up, noobs. Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through the discovery process. Shout out to Canada. No CBD is right for you? Feels hassle-free membership program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's that simple. Shipped direct to your doorstep in only a few days, Feels is the new, natural, healthy, better way to feel better. 
sorry, I'm looking at a little grid that shows all the talking points that I've just given you. <laughs> Here's some required points. My experience, I've tried feels, and guess what? I like it. It does reduce anxiety. It does help with sleeplessness. I, uh, those are two things that uh, I, I have sometimes, and feels was like a great way to deal with that. I can like relax the end of a long day. I could take some, some, uh, feel CBD and I can fall asleep faster and have a nice little uh, eight hour nap. Now here's the thing. I want you to feel the way I feel. It's the opposite of that, uh, song by that guy. Feel like the way I feel. Do you feel like I feel? Do you feel like I feel? Who is feel? that? No. It's a Christmas <laughs> That's song. not the Christmas song. Where he makes the guitar talk. Who is that guy? Do you feel like John Mayer? He doesn't make the guitar talk. I have no idea what you're talking you about. You know this song. It's like, look, we can't, we can't talk about this now. <laughs> hey, everybody. Go to feels.com. Feels.com. That's F-E-A-L-S. Feels.com slash. Thank you. That is important. F-E-A-L-S. F-E-A-L-S. Feels.com slash Homekins. Homekins. Okay? Become a member and get 50% off your home, off your first order at home. Feels.com slash Homekins. The offer code is Homekins. Homekins. Get feels and start feeling better. F-E-A-L-S. I'm so excited about our next sponsor because guess what? It's an actual living, breathing human being. And her name is Danielle Krissa. She's an artist and she has an amazing product that will brighten your day and make you feel better about yourself and the world. She's an artist that has started a daily newsletter called the No Such Thing as Too Much Art Society. It's filled to the brim with contemporary art. No snobby art world jargon included. It is made accessible for the regular person. I know because I have been getting this daily newsletter and I love it because I want to know more about art, but I need somebody more knowledgeable to help me know what's going on in the art world. And she curates basically these amazing artists and stuff that you would never know about otherwise and brings them to your inbox every day. And this is the perfect time to be getting something like this because it brings beauty to your life and it expands your mind, expands your heart and expands your knowledge of culture. And it also allows you to take a break from the horrible news that's going on in a time when we're constantly bombarded with bad news about the latest variant. Hello, Omicron. How about Nomicron? Insane politics. Yeah, we're a house divided and all sorts of other junk. This newsletter is a bright spot delivering beauty and inspiration directly to your inbox every day. And who couldn't use a little more beauty and inspiration every day? Reliable, there for you, ready to start your day with your coffee or tea or however you start your morning. It's only $3 a month. For a subscription, that's like one mediocre latte per month in exchange for so much art. How do you get this awesome newsletter, do you ask? You sign up at thejealouscurator.com. That's thejealouscurator.com. And you can follow Danielle on her Instagram at thejealouscurator. So go sign up, try it out. Even if you don't know if you want it or not, just try it out and see because I promise you it'll lift your spirits and bring beauty beauty and color and also inspiration because these are people who are, you know, making their art in a world where it's hard to get it seen and 
that she's doing a service to these people by bringing it into other people's awareness. So check it out, jealouscurator.com. Every day, <laughs> tens of thousands of trees are cut down to make single-use paper products that are flushed or thrown away into our overflowing landfills. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Our forests currently remove around one quarter of the carbon humans put into the atmosphere, mm. making them a crucial part of the fight against climate change. Real paper is here to help that fight. Real paper is a sustainably made product that helps reduce deforestation and single-use plastic waste. At Real Paper, all of their products are 100% plastic-free and made without virgin tree fibers, meaning no new trees are cut down to make their toilet paper or paper towels. No new friends and no new trees. Real developed a premium sustainable alternative so that you don't have to sacrifice quality to help the planet. Plus, making this small change can have a big impact. So far, Real Paper has eliminated over 250,000, thousand with a T, pieces of single-use plastics. Plus, each purchase of Real helps fund access to clean sanitation around the world. Here is your call to action. Real Paper is available in, in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com slash homekins and sign up for a subscription using my code HOMEKINS at checkout, it's our code, to R-E-E-L. Yes, R-E-E-L. Sorry, not R-E-A-L. R-E-E-L at checkout. <sighs> If you head to realpaper.com slash homekins and sign up for a subscription using my code homekins at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R dot com slash homekins or enter promo code homekins to get 30% off your first order. Real Paper, what are you doing? I'm just... Were you conducting my ad? <laughs> Real Paper is toilet paper and paper towels that change lives. Guys, hey, I want to talk to you about meal kits. You ever heard of Green Chef? You probably have because they sponsor Stay Up at Homekins. And we're so excited that they are sponsoring us here in season three. Green Chef is a meal kit company. They make eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, veg, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Okay, guys. Green Chef is convenient and easy. It makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. It saves you time by taking care of meal planning, which let's face it, that's kind of the hardest part. Grocery shopping and most of the prep for you week after week so you don't have to. They have always changing variety, easy to follow recipes. It means there's something new to discover each week so you never get bored. I have to be honest. I've tried Green Chef and I love it. You get a box and it comes with three meals in it with recipe cards and pictures and step-by-step -step instructions and all your food is portioned out and ready for you to go and they've already tried and trued those recipes for you so you know they taste really, really, really good. I have liked every Green Chef recipe I've ever made. I do the balanced meals. I don't do like a specialty diet, but you can get specialty diet ones. So 
I want to share a special offer just for our listeners. It's a good one. It's a good one. Go to Green Chef. Oh my Hi, gosh, Cuckoo. Cuckoo. You're just in time for Green Chef. Cuckoo loves Green Chef. Go to greenchef.com slash homekins130 and use code homekins130. Do you know what that means? You get $130 off. Oh! Plus free shipping. Okay? So, please, go to greenchef.com slash homekins130. And we're back. I did not I did not think we were going to get through the ads. Hey, you missed Cuckoo in the ads. If you if you skip ahead for the ads, uh, through the ads, you missed Cuckoo. Cuckoo got in there just in time. Okay. Peter, Peter so this also happened I knew in it, ad. by the way. In an ad, I could not remember the name of Peter Frampton, of course. By the way, I did not know what he was talking about, but he was all like, oh, it's like, you know... I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Who made their guitar talk? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know, Peter. And I was like, Peter Frampton. <laughs> yeah. But now you know about the guitar talking, right? But no, I don't know about the guitar talking, but you know I love Peter Frampton. You don't love him enough to know about the guitar talking? Shame on you. You're a bad fan. What? I'm not that big of a fan. The I just song, like... Well, you said you loved him. <laughs> I just... I like Baby, I Love Your Way, and I, I like... Okay, keep going. The song, Do You Feel Like We Do... Which I don't know why it's called. How that. does it because go? Here's the lyric: Do you do feel like I do? Why is it we then? If he says I, exactly, exactly. Here's the lyrics. The lyrics are crazy. I've never really paid attention to the lyrics of this song. Okay, woke up this morning with a wine glass in my hand. <laughs> Should speak to you. <laughs> Paul loves his wine. Usual wines. I wish you'd come back to our show because I know. we missed you. Please come you. back, usual. We also still buy you. Okay. Woke up this morning with a wine glass in my hand. Whose wine? What wine? Where the hell did I dine? Wait, those are still the lyrics? That's not you asking? No. Must, from here on out, <laughs> these are the lyrics unless I look at you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a dream. I don't believe where I've been. Come on. Let's do it again. What? Do you? You feel like I do? Do what? you? You feel like I do? The fuck? My friend got busted just the other day. They said, don't walk, don't walk, don't walk away. What? Drove him to a taxi. Bent the boot, hit the back. Had to play some music. Otherwise, he'd just crack. I guess this guy's British because he said bean and boot exactly. and all that. Do you? You? Feel like I do? Do you? You? Feel like I do. Who is he talking to? He's talking to you. Yeah. Oh. Do you? You feel like I do? Do you? You feel like I do? It's turning into a Wow. Okay. <laughs> Champagne for breakfast with a Sherman in my hand. Sherman? Yeah. Oh, Sherman. Not Sherman's. Uh, yeah. Not Sherman's. I, I smoked those for a day. I did for a minute. Yeah. Part hope, part ales. Never fails. Must have been a dream. I don't believe where I've been. I don't like that rhyme. I don't mind it. Yeah. There's more about this I mind I, if you're gonna than that rhyme. <laughs> if you're going to repeat it as a chorus, I think you have to have a better, like, exact rhyme. Okay. You know? You can get away with it once in a lyric, whatever. Right. But if you're going to bring it back, mm-mm. What? Okay. Keep going. I need to know more. Uh, come on. We're going to do it again. Do you, you, feel like I do? Do you, you, feel like I do. 
Do you feel? Do you feel like I do? Do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel like I do? Do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel like I do? Do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel like we do? Like I do. What? He says, feel like we do once. Once. And that's the title of the song. And that's the one where he used the talk box that was somehow hooked up to his guitar. Like Reggie Watts or something? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, that's a wild song. I've never listened to those lyrics before. Just the chorus. I don't know if I've heard it. Do you think I've heard it? You've heard it, yeah. It's one of those unavoidable songs. You've heard Alexa, play Do no, You Feel Like... No, <laughs> Alexa, stop. Alexa, play that order. I want to know what it sounds like. We'll listen to it. Oh, shut the... No. And, uh, Alexa, no thank you. No, Alexa, stop. Thank you very much. I'm trying to be politer to the machines. Why? They're not going to be polite to us when they take over. So you're saying, why not go for it? Mm-hmm. You're saying it, don't, it doesn't matter what we say. I, I'm saying our time is limited. Before the I, machines take over. I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to at least try to reason with the machines. That's a mistake. Classic mistake. It's not going to work. You think it's going to be like that Black Mirror? Where the robot dogs ran around killing people? I don't think I saw that one. I didn't see every Black Mirror. It was a, pretty, it was a scary one, actually. It was a pretty good one. It's like those robots, the kind you see in the videos from the, the Boston uh, Robotics. What is it called? I don't know. But you know those videos where it'll be like a, a robot, like a long box that has legs. For I legs. don't like those. <laughs> They're very creepy. They're very creepy. If we're going to make robots, why are we making more animals? Well, because I think that it's too, like as creepy as those things are, if you made it l- like humanoid, wouldn't yeah. it be even creepier? I mean... I think maybe like just make them not hu- not animalistic or humanoid at all. They should have their own. Well, thing. but we're just putting that on on them, like it's it's a rectangle. You know what I mean? With legs. With legs, but the legs serve a function to move around. Okay. But we're saying like, oh, it's like a deer or whatever, right? Or a big dog, right? It's on us, baby. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about it, really. Robots and how they're going to take over. I mean, you better decide because we don't have long. Wait, can I just say (laughs) the funny thing that happened this week? With a robot? With you. With me? Oh, now I'm excited. Do I come out good in this story? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a story where I'm the hero? I don't know what, what this was about, but for some reason, Reese Witherspoon tweeted about like alter like our lives are we're gonna have like these yeah. li- online lives like avatars, avatars yeah and we gotta get and crypto digital and digital spaces she didn't say crypto stuff. but she said metaverse digi- she didn't she say, did say crypto i don't remember her saying crypto or metaverse i thought she said alternate on online i'm pretty sure she mentioned i mean she's big into crypto she's been paid to be into crypto <laughs> i don't know if it. i'm into crypto or not into crypto i know i'm not Here's my question about crypto, right? It, You're going to ask me? I don't understand. Well, I want to know if somebody knows. Money is a construct anyway. That's of what I don't understand, like, why people are so aggro against crypto, other than the, I'll, I'll tell you the exactly environmental. Why. That's why. Okay, but because that's Because we different. already have a fake money called money. 
Yeah. So why are we going out of our way to go out uh, to go outside of that system for people to feel like they have some uh, some um, you know uh, uh, treasure uh, for this amount of time that is going to okay. Th- this is this is what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Here's what I don't get about crypto is <laughs> it takes so much energy mm-hmm. to power these little tokens, right? So much energy. Suppose, that is, yeah. That is not supposedly. No, I mean, it's true. But everyone, like, isn't there, are there no sustainable I think, cryptos? I think Ethereum There's is not supposed even to be like a sustainable, sustainable crypto. Sustainable crypto? Okay, keep going. But most of them aren't. So if one is, we're, it's like, if China, if China sucks in terms of environmental stuff, mm-hmm. Then the the defeatist thing is to say, well, uh, it doesn't matter what we do mm-hmm. uh, because if China's not going to do it, it's not going to. The planet's still fucked, right? Okay, l- let me finish. Let me finish. <sighs> yeah. So uh, conversely, if Ethereum is the one crypto that's not fucking up the planet, it's a drop in the bucket. You know what I mean? Because all these other ones, the more people buy, well, why can't the other ones become like a theory? I mean, like, why can't they don't want to do it? Why can't everybody have electric cars? Why can't everybody? But take we, the bus? everyone will have a ele- everyone will have electric. Cars. Why can't everybody take the bus? Why can't everybody take the subway? You know what I mean? Well, because and how do you know everyone will have electric? Because cars? I just know I do. I, I don't know. think we're going to be around that long. I disagree. Okay, so. I have an electric car. Here's my thing. <laughs> also, I have it. I full disclosure, sure. I have an electric car. And you are the everyman. <laughs> so if Good if point. crypto is this way of people, these people have this uh, this idea that okay, eventually money is going to collapse, um, and I will have this thing. Uh, so when society falls apart. Mm-hmm. I'm okay because I have my crypto, right? What I don't understand me, about I'm money. I'm still, I, I okay. haven't finished yet. That you asked a question. That was the question. No, I have many rhetorical that's questions. That's my question. Do no. you want the answer or not? No, okay, I, keep going. I, I, what, I, this, is, this, this is what I don't understand. I'm listening. If people are using, are, are uh, powering these planet killing, you know, uh, uh, currencies. Mm-hmm. By the time they're hastening the demise of society with mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when society is over, <laughs> where is the power coming from that mm-hmm. keeps your your magical money alive? Do you know what I mean? Like if we're if we're headed towards Cormac McCarthy's The Road, <laughs> okay. there's no fucking crypto in that world. It's gonna yeah. be about water. <laughs> Well, here's what, first of all, I think I have a very loose understanding of crypto anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm also someone when I, the maybe two times I've been to a foreign country, I have to use an app to tell me (laughs) what the money is because I don't know, I'm not good at understanding the money. Like, I'm like, what? This is 20,000 something. Oh, I love it when it's like that. We were in Iceland. Where it's like, yes, that's 2 billion euros. We were like in (laughs) Iceland and I was like, what, 10,000 for this candy bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand. I forgot about that. (laughs) I was like, what? Okay, is it normal? I feel like when you're in a place where it's like that, you're like, oh, I'm fine. (laughs) 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 But we were in, when I was doing Kelsey Grammer Resents the Sketch Show, (laughs) 
Um, I remember Caitlin Olson. You just use the name that yeah. you called it. By Any, anytime, anytime we'd be like at a, <laughs> at a shop and we would buy something. You're in England. She would say. You're in London. Yeah, we were in London. And she would say, that's, you know, that's like $50 American. Or that's like, you buy like. She did the like math a, in her head. You would buy like, a, but she would do it every time. And I was like. Kaylee, you have to stop doing it because we're here. What are we going to do? Like, <laughs> like you, know, you have to get it. If you tell me this candy bar costs $5, I don't know what to tell you. I like, need that candy yes, bar. Exactly. I need that fucking candy bar. I can't bar. be thinking about it until we're gone from here <laughs> <laughs> because we're stuck <laughs> right. here for two months. Right. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about what I don't understand about crypto anyway, either. Anyway, how, either. how is... This is going to sound so dumb and like people are going to come at me, but I don't care. They're going to come at me too, so. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) So we have money. (laughs) That's where I'm starting from. Right. We have money, right? Mm -hmm. And like if I'm going to Venmo, like if I'm like, okay, I'm going to Venmo you $15. Thank you. For podcast co-hosting. <laughs> or, or I'm online and I'm going to buy Green Chef or I'm going to whatever. I'm going to enter these numbers or whatever. Yes. Like, how come that's just not like all that currency is digital anyway to me now? Right. Like, right. like, like, sure, I could go to the bank and withdraw all my money and like bills. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But that's not how we do business anymore. It's mm-hmm. all like digital now and symbolic now yeah. anyway so like i don't understand like why we need this other currency anyway it doesn't i don't understand I someone I mean, like someone i don't want to know, know and someone's going to try to ex- mansplain it to yeah. me and i don't want to be oh, mansplained yeah. about it in For a sure. weird way sure. like i just kind of like if you start to really think about like money and how it's just like worthless but it it's only worth what we what yeah, we project onto it. It's a little, dream. It's a little it. dream that we all agree upon. Yeah. You know? Then it really blows your mind. Yeah. But it's... it Sounds I, like I'm taking some field CBD, but I haven't. <laughs> Stop calling back all of our sponsors. I'm trying to help because <laughs> we screwed up on some of this ads. I don't know what that <laughs> I'm just saying like... You're saying, you're saying that one company didn't want me to talk about Peter Frampton. <laughs> Peter <laughs> I'm just saying, I like, remember his name. like, sure, like everything is digital now. Like, yeah. I get, like, anyway. My whole point was that I was going to say that she tweeted something, and then you said you sent her an, uh, you tweeted a, I a, a, a picture of a monkey and said crude drawing of a monkey. <laughs> said it was an NFT <laughs> or something. Well, because there's an NFT monkey thing was a thing in the news. Oh, That's what you yes. were referring to. It was exactly. like a, like a little there. The there was some guy that was like club. selling the board. Yeah, yeah. It truly. Really, here's another. But thing can I, don't I understand. just say I don't understand NFTs? Mm-hmm. But people who buy like they spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars for one of the board ape. Yacht Club NFTs yeah. to me it sounds like such a hoax on such a level which I don't really understand exactly. like to me it sounds like I have a bridge in uh I have a yes. bridge in Brooklyn to yeah, sell this you is now yours. that's what it sounds like to exactly, me exactly because they're JPEGs you know and it's like the thing here's the thing I don't understand about it this is a big question I have about NFTs why do they look so shitty I've never seen one what are you talking about you never seen one of those bored ape things. I've seen like I guess representations no, of them. That's it. 
That's the NFT. I mean, in a weird way, like, okay, art, you're saying like, it's just JPEGs, it's just pixels or whatever, but like art is also, it's just paper and paint. So it's all like $2 I know, but on, the, some on art, the surface. Some art looks nice. Why do these things look so shitty? <laughs> I've never seen an NFT from anywhere that was like, oh, that's a, that's a nice piece of art. Like that's. It's always like some stupid fucking. But I'm going to be honest with cartoon. you. I don't think I've seen an M- NFT in my life. If you have seen people talk about NFTs and their profile picture is a cartoon, that's an NFT. But it's not the NFT, right? Like if I, I had to go to, don't I have to go to someone's home to actually see the NFT? I don't fucking know. I don't know if it just lives on a server somewhere and that's the only way. I mean, ideally, the value of it would be if it's, if it's locked away somewhere. You know, and there's only one of them. <laughs> but then people this just, is I don't understand. They can just anything. like take a screen cap and then <laughs> By the way it's so weird. You know what I'm upset about? It's like if we had money and people are just at their home saying, like, oh, I made a dollar bill right now. <laughs> I what I'm upset about is this conversation sounds so dumb and rudimentary that in five years, like everyone owns NFTs. Like I don't think so. And that we're going to be so. like, isn't that funny? We were on the podcast at one time. Here's our 25 NFTs. I don't think so, honey. I mean, we'll see, but I'll, I'll say this right now. As dumb as we might sound right now. Yeah. NFTs sound a thousand times dumber to me. But I don't want to say that and like alienate like certain artists out there that are like, I, my medium is NFT. So... I don't want to like hey, God shit on people's if this is like an exciting art form hey, for them. If those people are getting paid money, good for you. No, but is it an exciting? If you're being ar- paid crypto. No, but this is you. what I want to know. Yeah. Is it an exciting art form for them, or is it just about the fact that it's Maybe. this new? I I think the fact that you're not seeing like great artists make NFTs, you know, like even people that are like. Like, I don't know, like well-known comic book artists or something like that. You know what I mean? I like, don't. These things look stupid. They look stupid. We don't know that. We don't, we've never seen one, honey. We've only seen representations of them. We've never seen a real do NFT. You, do you think, okay, so if you see a, a drawing of uh-huh. a monkey wearing a fucking baseball hat uh-huh. and he's got a joint hanging out of his mouth, right? And that's the representation of it. Do you think if you if you saw it? If you could Matrix style go into the computer and see yes. it, that it would be beautiful? It could. Well, then why is that the representation of it? Because they're impossible to capture in representation no, form. No, that's it. That picture you're seeing, that's the NFT. That's it. I don't. It doesn't look any different stop anywhere. Stop it. <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> Is this all because you love Reese Witherspoon so much? I do love Reese and I understand it's complicated. You are caping for Reese Witherspoon. I get it. She was like, pull over DUI and said, do you know who I am? I get it. But that also amused me on a certain level. Not DUI part. Not the DUI part. That Never do that. I'm just saying there was something funny about that to me. Sure. It was funny. <laughs> Let's talk about... It was funny. Let's talk about Station Eleven. This was something that I liked a lot. You liked not as much as I did. No, I did like... I did like it. No, I, I'm saying you didn't like it as much as I did because you, you... you, There were signals in it 
that you thought I know. was a different thing. I don't want to spoil this series for people because it's a very moving series. Yeah. But there was something in the series that led me to believe at the very beginning that it was something, a different genre than what it was. That it was more sci-fi. Yes. Yeah. But it's it's about, it's based but on it's a book, not which I kind of want to read the book now. Um, it's based on a... It's um, a beautifully done series. It's so, it, I really loved it. It really like, it, it was a great but cast. It, it was and, moving. By the end, I was so moved about like what it had to say about life and like the journey of life and yeah. kind of like what what is home, what is... Mm-hmm. You know, what is important? What is family? What is family? Like, there was so much about it that I thought was so touching about it. Yeah. Uh, It's not sci fi, though. No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, it does take place. It's not. It it shifts time periods, but but part of it is a dystopian future. But it takes place in the real world. Earth. Yeah, on real Earth. And on it's, real world. The idea is that there's a... It's very relevant to today's times because the idea is that well, there's, there's a, a pandemic. virus that wipes yeah. a, a, a significant portion of the, the population out. And um, it's the lives of various people that have survived and what they And they, they have do. to rebuild society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, really, and it's sort of about human nature, too. Absolutely. But it's also about... Um, speaking of... NFTs. Mm-hmm. It's about how integral art is to survival. Yes, but if that art is fungible, <laughs> it's got to be fungible. It's about art and how integral it is to survival, and uh, and also how integral art is to trauma, like healing trauma and stuff yeah. like that, yeah, and yeah. like. Caring, but there were, but I will say, but then like at the end, when I got through the whole thing, I was like, oh, it's not about other, I, I just, I don't want to spoil any no, of it. But there is but there's like, one element that pops up a couple times that doesn't really, it doesn't really pay off. It's not like, just so you know, it's not like a thing that, oh, and then at the end, this was revealed, you know, it's not that at all. It's more a symbolic thing. Well, when it happened at the beginning, I kept like asking other people that had started it when we started it. I was like, what's the deal with that? What do you think that means? Like, da 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 da. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the thing, the thing that went the yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, the, and then she opens the door and blah, blah, blah. And they're, and they're like, what do you, I don't remember that. I'm like, what? I hope this isn't driving people crazy because we're not saying. What but it I almost is. feel like maybe they'll like watch it or something. When you watch it, you'll know. But you I think watch people it. who really have good. watched it probably know exactly what we're referring to. Absolutely, yeah. It's been like a weekend of we've seen some very touching. Well, we're kind of locked watched. down. We're yeah. we're in lockdown because of the Omi. By the way, my friend called it Omnicron, and I was like. I was like, why is she doing that? And then I listened to Casey and Busy on their podcast, and Casey was said, said Omni. Did she, she really? She was like, I think it's funny to call it Omni. And I was oh, like, okay. So she knew she was she was doing it on purpose. But I was like, wait, this is a thing? People are calling it Omnicron? People are also calling it Omarian. I didn't know that. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> it's like a... He was a, a, a musical artist. I think he was like an R&B guy that I'm only dimly aware of. Um, I, I don't know if I would know a song of his if I heard it. Well, all I know, oh, wait, were you going to say we got to see Belfast? And Belfast. Yeah. Which is beautiful. It's, you can rent it now. 
Um, it's we were directed by Kenneth Branagh. And we were gi- we life. were very kindly and generously gifted a free uh, screening of it. Yes. Uh, streaming screen screening streaming screening streaming screening. screening. But I was screening. like excited because I was I did want to see it and um, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Did you know much? Not really. I honestly didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. But the streaming screening that we got to see, there was also a Q and A with um, the actors, with yes. some of the actors, not all of the actors. Right, and, and uh, Kenneth Branagh, the director, and Kenneth Branagh. And I was so charmed by them all and yeah. how special this movie was to them because some of the actors are from uh, Northern Ireland. Yeah. And it's such a good cast. It's and It's a really so, beautiful movie. Yeah, it's wild. Here's the thing. I, I think here's what what that what Belfast and Station Eleven have in common is that they are two very moving and uplifting stories that that's, are happening against the backdrop of terrible events. That's what I like about the trend of art going in this direction, actually, because you know we kind of have lived through all of this gloom and doom, rightly G&D. so. But rightly so. I mean, we're we're in this like Squid Game, or you know, rightly so. We deserve it. <laughs> and I like la- no, but I mean, like, and there was so much I loved, like during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like I loved Squid Game. I let la- you know. Yeah. But I feel like we're entering this moment with storytelling where they're where they're giving us a little bit of like, this is what we've learned. This is the resilience mm-hmm. we've got- gathered from this time and place. There's been other horrible times and. In- stuff in history or in the you know in these fictional worlds or in the past in history blah blah blah. and we can survive with like love and connection and it's not heavy-handed but it's genuine i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong maybe i maybe that's not really the trend but maybe it's just stuff that we sought out or kind of landed in front of us no i i mean i I think there might be something to that i I think that this Obviously, this people want to look for is, meaning in it. Yeah, people, they want to look for meaning in it. This experience is affecting people profoundly, and we're all thinking about things in ways that maybe a lot of us haven't thought before. You know, and for some people, it's like I'm sure it's like now you're coming around to where I've already been. You know, but I, I really was, I was very grateful to have seen these things. Um, it but really, it really was. Speaking of, can we talk about? We talked about it on the last podcast and we briefly mentioned this time, but like you are watching this in just like that with me. Yes, I am. I am compelled to. <laughs> well, I'm a big Che Diaz fan. So <laughs> can we talk about Che Diaz and how <laughs> Che Diaz has like gotten into this, like the conversation online? This is a character in just like that, in and just like that, and just like that. Is the spin- and just like that is the spinoff <laughs> show or whatever, uh, Sex in the City, and that's a new chapter. I can't, I can't stop watching it. Yeah, and I don't. Well, first of all, I'm loyal to the characters in a weird way. Mm-hmm. In and like, I'm pissed that Samantha character is not in it. Yeah, because she's like the funnest character, you, and you really do lose a lot. Yeah, you lose a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole thing where like Mr. Big, well, I shouldn't, 
Am I allowed? Everyone knows by now. It was I, the first episode and, now and then the Peloton like, and then the and accusation. The actors accused him. Yeah. I'm like, there's so much drama showing this thing. And I'm like, okay, but I'm like, I want to get into the world of this of this show now. And some of it, I'm like, okay, I see what the writers did there. And I mm. actually am like, pretty. that's pretty good. Yeah. Like they want it. Like, I think they clearly needed to make the Carrie character a single woman in her fifties mm-hmm. and cause she, her whole thing is like dating and trying to find love and everything like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't hate it now. Like at first I was really upset, mm-hmm. but I guess maybe the actor being accused of misconduct, <laughs> like helped me <laughs> exactly. accelerated yeah. the, the whole yeah. like acceptance of that yeah, character yeah, yeah. being off the show in a weird way. Mm-hmm. But there's this whole insane storyline. Spoilers ahead, guys. I'm going to spoil it. Okay? I'm just going to spoil it. I feel like people are watching. I feel like everyone who's going to watch it is watching it now. And who aren't going to watch it, don't give a shit. Yes. If you're if you're saving it for whatever reason, sorry. Skip ahead. Okay. There's this character, Miranda, and she's married with a teenager. She's married to Steve. <laughs> We're I love you. Wow. What are we going to do about Brady? His girlfriend comes over there and have sex so loud. She's, I'm losing my hearing for some reason. I read that the actor himself has hearing aids. No, I'm sorry, guy who plays Steve. I did read that, but they... I, Is that why he talks that way? He can't hear himself? <laughs> this is savage. <laughs> This is savage. It's savage fancy. Savagery. <laughs> Savagery is happening right now. <laughs> I feel like, well, it wasn't that they just gave him hearing aids. They literally made it like he has that, what is that aging, that premature aging disease? Progeria. <laughs> 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 they kind of like meet his character. Like they like he's like in his fifties and he's yeah. super fit looking. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like runs a bar mm-hmm. and everything, but they made it like he's like disgusting. Like she doesn't want to touch him sexually. Yeah. Like she's like, I and I think that it's inter I do think that it could be interesting to explore a marriage that has gone into like a comfortable yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find I would find that sort of like interesting. Mm-hmm. But oh, but they they sort of do that in the second movie with Big or Oh uh, yeah, right? wasn't there something like that? Like he wanted like to TV in the bedroom. He wanted to listen to jazz or something. <laughs> I like to watch old movies, kid. <laughs> I'm a guy who likes old fashioned things. <laughs> By the way, like rape, <laughs> like sexual assault. <laughs> That's what I like. Guys, act two of Stay at Home Kids tonight is spicy as fuck. Right, act one was like fucking. It was literally about nothing. a plane trip. <laughs> act two you, is unhinged. It's off the rails. It's like spicy. It's a little Shay Diaz. It's a little Shay Diaz. <laughs> so basically, I have to say they've made so what moment. <laughs> they've made the storyline of 
Miranda in this sexless marriage. First of all, they made the sexless marriage like it is like, am I wrong that they've made it like a crime? Almost. Oh, Like she's the victim of something a little bit. I don't feel that way. But they are. I, I don't think it's so much that she's a victim, but they are not. She's not exactly, you know, giving him blowjobs in the fucking kitchen or something. <laughs> the best place to get a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> like it takes two to tango. Do you know what I'm saying? I love looking at this fridge. You're getting a blowjob. I'm sorry, Miranda, but it takes two to tango. Right, but but that's all. It's all condensed storytelling because agreed. We don't know. Like in real life, of course, it would be like. And it's also one-fourth of a story. No, but she says in one one of the episodes they haven't had sex in seven years or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which begs the question, what about him? But also begs the question of like, you haven't had a conversation about this until... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden you feel entitled to the most exciting sex life? Yeah. That's the problem. (laughs) Like, that's the problem I have. But... The thing, what they're trying to, what they're trying to say is the reason this hasn't happened is because she didn't know who she was and now she's having this awakening. You know what I mean? You think so? But the problem is. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. It's hard to tell this story as one fourth or even I'm going to say sometimes one sixth of a storyline. Because they've added all these new characters. There's other people which they kind of remember sometimes like, oh yeah, we got to. It's a pretty big (laughs) story. These people in there, they can't have a baby. Maybe they don't want to have a baby. You know. uh, that was crazy, I thought. In the, what I thought was crazy in the last episode, mm-hmm. just in terms of like television rules yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they showed a full scene of the new supporting cast yeah. like without any of the main cast in it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that was weird to me. It was weird. What did you think about that? Like in terms of the rules of television storytelling, I where think, they don't have the main cast yeah. involved. It feels very um, afterthoughty to me. Like they, it not, it doesn't feel afterthoughty. It feels like they didn't know what to do. Like in, in the absence of Kim Cattrall coming back, mm-hmm. they were like, ah, you know what? She's not here. We got to figure out what we're going to do about that. Well, they definitely want to diversify the cast. I knew that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Was that they also wanted to do that because it was a very white show and um Which is a good valid thing to to do. Yeah, but you know what? You got to figure out how to do that before you start shooting the show. And I feel like they added like so many elements. They of, added these of, elements and they don't know what to do of with new, them. of new So now we have this 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 black professor character who is like ambivalent about motherhood. And I feel like this feels like something they've already covered. But they also, I think they wanted to add that for like their younger viewers in a way, because they can't just cover all the 50 somethings, but they could have. I think they totally could have. Exactly. Because look, if you're watching the show, no matter how old you are, it's probably because you're familiar with the original series. The younger versions yes. of the characters and when they were ambivalent about motherhood. Yes, and you're watching for these characters. I didn't mind like this scene where Marina was like, I understand exactly how you feel about being ambivalent about motherhood. I feel like that was a very valid thing. Absolutely. But then to show like this whole other character and her 
life without any yeah. of the main characters in it was so strange to me. Absolutely. Because they also had more scenes with her. Like, yeah. she was at this dinner with all these other people we've never seen. And then we saw her in bed with her husband and everything. And I was like, yeah. wait, is she the Samantha replacement? But then they showed... Exactly. But then they showed the real estate agent Seema. at the seat. Seema, right? Seema yeah. at the seat the empty seat at the table, which yeah. to me would indicate that she's the Samantha replacement. But also thing. she's like Absolutely. a sexy sexual person, yes. which would make it seem like she's the Samantha replacement. She's the closest personality wise to that character. Yeah. Cause she's like, I don't give a shit. I, I I'm yeah. like a, 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 a very successful real estate lady yeah. that, you know, that doesn't lies ca- to my parents about having a boyfriend, but she's like weird. clearly like in her fifties too. And like, <laughs> Let's say she's in her 40s, right? It's wild that she She's be, very sexy, whatever she is. Yeah. Like, I like but that. But then they, she'd be lying to her parents about a boyfriend is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't. I didn't mind that as much because. It felt a little corny to me. I didn't mind that as much. It didn't feel appropriate didn't mind to that. these characters. You know what I mean? But is she the Samantha replacement? Like, who's the Samantha replacement? They do, here's the thing. They're, they're, because they're, they're making it seem like the other exactly. woman is because we see her at home with the without the main characters there. Yes, but what they're doing is... It's very weird. They, are, they can't fully commit to replacing Samantha because they know that... Well, First, they want to keep the seat open for Samantha. Well, That's what I think. Yeah, she's never coming back. No, but, she's but not. But also, they they know that people would be really upset. It doesn't serve as just the fans. Like said, We're going to plop this person in, and now that's your Samantha. You know? Right? They didn't. Oh, so you're basically saying that they didn't want online chatter of like Sima can't fill Samantha's shoes, or the professor can't fill Samantha's. It's sh- not that they didn't want it. It's that they knew it would bother people. Even if people don't, you know, it, like the online right. stuff is just like a tiny sliver of what people actually feel. You know what I mean? They knew it would be doing a disservice, even though they've done, I think, a disservice to the character in many ways because they're mad that she didn't come back. You know, I I think they wrote her out in a very shitty way. The thing that is keeping me sort of glued to the show mm-hmm. well, besides a little bit of loyalty to the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I find it, the characters are entertaining to me. Mm. Like I've lived with them for a lot of my adult life. Right. Right. So I'm going to entertain to you now. Well, what's interesting to me now is sort of like a little bit of like how, how they are like, they're, I feel like the characters are out of touch and it's sort of interesting to look at. It feels, There's something societally educational about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's not what they were going for. <laughs> but no, they're very it, rich it, and privileged. Like they're me, very feels, rich and privileged. Yes, both both in front of the camera and behind the camera. And I feel like this this series to me feels like you can't go home again. You know, I don't know what to think. I'm gonna. I'm watching every. Episode. Oh, we're gonna watch it for sure. I watch every. But the Shay Diaz thing is so funny to me because Shay. Oh, is it Che? It's Che. Oh, I thought it was because her name was Cheryl and she wanted to be more like I thought people cool. were saying Che in the show. Are they not? No, I think you're Are right. Are they saying Che? I think you're right, but she explained it that her name was Cheryl. So is she Che or Che? She's Maybe Che or I'm, Che? I might be wrong. If it's short for Cheryl. 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 <laughs> what a beautiful name, Cheryl. I don't mind Shay Diaz. 
Because Shay Diaz is like, people are writing think pieces about the character Shay Diaz because they're saying like, Shay Diaz like sucks. But I don't think Shay Diaz necessarily sucks. I think Miranda sucks a little bit. I don't think the character sucks. I think that. By the, the way, the, the actress is doing an amazing job. Sarah of, Ramirez, they are doing so good. Sarah Ramirez was performing the comedy in the comedy scene. This is what I want In say. a way that I've never seen. As done. a comedian. Yeah. The comedy is not funny, but they are performing it like they're making they're they're It's very believable. It's very believable. Oh my god! The way that the rhythms and you know the like when, oh the rhythms when they and laugh but and also the like attitude. That. Yeah, absolutely. The attitude and absolutely. the sort of command of the audience yeah. and the confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate the performance. Yes. To be honest, one hundred percent. Sarah Ramirez is killing it. The character is funny to me, but not in the way that people think it's funny online. The character I is don't very find much. It, there was a great. There was a great um, uh, Gawker. Uh, piece by Olivia Craighead about uh, Shay Diaz, Diaz being annoying because uh, they're a comedian, and there's like a lot of it's very funny. And it's a very real, funny, piece. but also, but they're a comedian because uh, and being realistically portrayed as somebody yes. who's a little bit full of themselves. Yes, who's and a little like, bit full of them, high all the time and not returning DMs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, and showing up at a at a friend's at your at. <laughs> I think she said. Showing up at your employee's house in the middle of the day to get drunk and have sex with your employee's friend while they're recuperating in a bed. The thing about the Miranda storyline that I I think is interesting and I hope that they explore a little bit is that, like you're saying, they're making it sound like she didn't know who she was. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, so Shay, 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 whatever. Shay. Shay. Let's say Shay. Shay, Shay, Cheryl. Shay, Shay. Shay, Shay. So Shay's like younger. Mm -hmm. Shay is single. Mm -hmm. Shay is successful in a creative field and a very competitive creative field. Mm -hmm. Shay is, doesn't give a shit. Right. Right? Yeah. I think it would be more interesting if what the Miranda character is reckoning with is aging mm-hmm. versus her actual sexuality. I, does I, that make sense? Yes, it does. And I agree with it for this show because the problem with that storyline yeah. is that that's its own show. That's like a full movie. You know what I mean? And so to, to service it fully and um, respectfully and dramatically within the context of, as I was saying before, like one sixth of a storyline is like, that's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. So it's going to come, there's going to be, it's going to be clunky and parts of it are going to be like, it's going to be really weird. And it's like, she's been with Steve for how long? And 23 years. Like you would have to explore the guilt of that, which they've barely done. Well, I think that the way that they would be able to explore the guilt of that is if Steve finds out or she tells well, Steve. Well, that has to happen, of or course. Or she tells Steve. That has to happen. Or he finds out. But I think it's more compelling to see somebody, especially a beloved character, mm-hmm. to be doing a thing that they know is disrespectful um, and deceitful to mm-hmm. their spouse mm-hmm. 
and having the guilt, but still doing it. You know what I mean? That would be mm-hmm. way more compelling mm. than her getting mad at the picnic. Anyway, okay, look. Whatever. We're very obviously <laughs> deep into and just like that. We talked about it for a long time. Well, honestly, I have to say there's it's there's something provocative about it. Hey, if we're talking about it, they must be doing something right. <laughs> So what are your recommendations? Do you like Station Eleven? Yeah, I'm gonna say Station Eleven in Belfast. I this is a, I have to plug I was I was a guest on two podcasts recently. <laughs> First, you can find me on Totally Rad, which is a fun podcast. Yes, we've both been on it. Where the This is your second time. This is my second time. I'm a repeat guest. It was very fun. Then I was a guest on Scott Hasn't Seen. Now, Totally Rad, you can find wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Hasn't Seen, I think you can only find on Comedy Bang Bang World. Is that right? Yes, cbbworld.com. cbbworld.com. Both amazing experiences. I say, seek them out, please. Those are my recommendations. And I say, seek them out. Seek them out. Wherever you get your podcast, seek them out. Uh, we should to talk about Brady. Sh- sh- Brady. I don't know about Brady. She, uh, she's got my sex in there. She read my sex in my hearing aid. Hey, uh, okay, you can, can you, tell me. She was on my, you. my hearing aid. They sold him out and they made him have an off-screen affair in the second movie. But that's what I'm saying is fucked up about Miranda cheating on Steve now with Shay. Because she was so upset about him cheating on yeah, her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you like it? All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We are. Uh, this is an unhinged one. It was un- what are we calling this one? Unhinged. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> hey, what? Who cares? Who cares? That's right. Fred Armisen's impression of Joy. Hey, what? Who cares? Who cares? So what? Who cares? Who cares? So what? Um, we are Stay of Homekins on Twitter and Instagram and uh, stayofhomekins at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next month. We sure will. Please. Until then, stay, stay safe, safe, stay sane, and stay, stay strong. strong.